What's up, everybody, and welcome to the uh, NFL Round 1 Draft Recap Edition of the Swolecast here on Rotogrunners.com. I'm David Kitchen, joined by Davis Maddock, joined by Peter Overzet, and joined by a special guest. The special guest is TJ Hernandez. TJ, who used to be of uh, Fantasy Insiders fame, now of 444.com fame, he has blazed his own trail, and we are so excited to have him on here, partly uh, because he complained to me about not being on the show during the 2020, 2019 season. So, TJ, welcome to the show. It wasn't a complaint. It was just uh, there, was, there was a stretch of TJ shade being thrown around the swole cast. I never got to redeem myself. And always is it is it shade, shade to just say what's true, which is that you're a gigantic <laughs> pothead? <laughs> also, <laughs> we also have to say, I mean, I don't feel that special. I mean, TJ's been doing a lot of media hits lately. I feel like we're just another notch on his bedpost right now. He's going the silver route. No comment, but, TJ? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, I, I don't know if it's the silver route. Um, I'm picking and choosing a little bit. And uh, I made an exception for you guys. This is the first time I've set an alarm in like two months. There so. you go. We were worried about you being pretty hungover for the show at 9 p.m. West Coast. <laughs> I, was, I was drinking scotch till, till uh, after midnight. I saw I mean, you on a stream last night and you had like a little scotch. You're... Yeah. It was a celebration. It was a big day. So I broke yeah. out the good stuff. I will say this. Last night was awesome. First sporting event we have had since the WNBA draft. And uh, <laughs> this is, it was great. Just to, it was great. Just that to is be, the most like, disingenuous tout in the history of the Swolecast. Hey, yeah. who, went, who went first overall in the WNBA draft? Oh, that's easy. He knows. No, oh, yeah. he doesn't. Yeah. yeah the, uh, he does the, it. The female basketball player from Oregon. <laughs> yeah, she's so name? good. She like Kobe legit. I'm, Kobe. <laughs> Sabrina, Sabrina Ionescu. She is God, legit awesome to watch. She's so good. Hey, why are you wearing those gloves, Dave? Is this a prop or? It's uh, it's Gettleman. It's. He's uh, he's out propping. He's out propping the prop master. Yeah, this yeah. is everyone's coming from my prop king title these uh the they get we'll we'll talk about some of the at-home setups to get them in mass man the the cameras caught some candid moments we had mamas yanking up girlfriends off of like the the camera this this was like the girlfriend's time to shine and uh we had we had some situations. CD Lamb with the phone. CD Lamb with the phone grab. I, I yeah. gotta say, I gotta say, that's something I'll remember. He needs to like um, imitate that as a touchdown celebration. Like, uh, like uh, the first time he scores a touchdown as a cowboy, like Gallup needs to come up and try and take the ball away from him, <laughs> and then he grabs the ball back from Gallup. Like that would be very good. That'd be some A plus touchdown celebrations. I would love to see what DMs he was trying to hide from her. <laughs> <laughs> there was Isaiah Wilson. Uh, did y'all see this? Because I didn't see it till this morning. Isaiah Wilson, the uh, the offensive tackle from Georgia, was drafted by the Titans. His girlfriend was his sitting girlfriend in got his pulled lap, off, and the mom came and picked up the girl and tossed her to the side. It's not her moment, I mean, Dave. Oh, I agree. I agree. Don't get don't be messed with mama's baby out there. So I mean she was like right in the camera's face. Like yeah. like over Zed when he does when he's bits. got a when he's got a really emphatic point to make. Yeah, yeah. you get you gotta lean in, you get it in the mic right there. <laughs> uh I mean I, I have to say it was uh it was not good TV. But it was like entertaining, bad TV. The draft was uh, like I, I, I think that um, I think you have to be satisfied with and just and just you know being able to pay attention to all of those things, uh, or, or or being able to be tweeting about the same thing as everyone else. That's uh, you know that just felt nice and warm. Was the, was I the only one bothered that Goodell had a card for every pick? Like who was no one was giving him a card? Why was he reading off of a card? I think he had like a team of people in place. That's that's my theory that they well, had. Did you, did you watch his home tour before he like showed his setup and who was going to be there in his office with him? I didn't watch it. Did yeah. you watch it? 
Yes, I did. It was the saddest MTV Cribs episode I'd ever seen. He goes down like this spiral staircase and he kept calling it his man cave. And there's just a million wires all over the place. He literally trips over one of the wires and the entire operation just shuts down for the night. Uh, But he pulled it off. He did. He looked extremely pale to me uh, the whole night. And I say that as someone who's pretty pale myself, but uh, Mm. I'm just worried about the vitamins he's getting down there in that dungeon of his. He uh he kept talking about getting booed and said he was looking forward to to more booze tomorrow and bringing back the booze and I don't think he realized what he was saying because we were just interpreting it as liquor. Yeah, what? that was yeah. like that was charming. How he tried to have some modicum of self awareness about the booze, but it just did not work the way he tried to. Do it was it. Uh, it was awkward. Um, I don't I don't know. Like I've been. It, both he and Wingo, like I, I felt for Wingo because I've kind of been there in that situation where you don't really know what's going on and you're like, okay, we're not going there. Like, and then you got a delay for everybody. It was, it was, it was a mess, but I think they pulled it off. Uh, the, after pick 10 or so things got really fun. The first, it was like a snooze fest, the first hour and a half, first two hours. What was your overall thoughts on the draft Davis? Uh, I mean, for 31 picks, I was just having a great time, right? I, my, my biggest bets. <laughs> so CJ Henderson to the Jaguars, Jeff Akuda to be exactly the third pick, top three picks to go exactly in the right order. Um, you know, all of those bets cashed. My mock was doing really well. Um, my you know, mock got a, was doing really well. Just, it was, it was a great, it was a great day. I was having a good time. And I, I, when I wasn't on um, Sports Grid, I was on a Zoom call with my buddies who were all Chiefs fans, and we get to pick 32, and we're all like, okay, we're, let's all shut down Twitter so you know we don't get it spoiled. And they do, they do the pick is in, and they do, you, you know, they're Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and everyone's just like, oh, and it's just, and it's just like we're all like, oh, I, I guess they took oh. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and just it was, it was just the worst ending to to what was like a really fun night. So explain to people why you're so devastated by this. Yeah, I feel like it's like a knock on your brand almost because it, it's a horrible knock. It's a horrible knock on my brand. Obviously, Damian Williams, uh, you know, ten, 10 touchdowns in the playoffs the last two years, huge part of my brand. You know, dunking on the losers and the haters, of which there are many, and uh, and At clutch fantasy. Just mention your rivalry with At Clutch Fantasy. Yeah, I mean, you know, dunking on losers like Jacob Brickroad, big part that's, of my uh, brand. That's C-L-U-T-C-H-F-A-N-T-A-S-Y <laughs> on Twitter, one word. And, you know, it's, it's, it's you, you just, you want, you want the Chiefs to win again and to keep winning. And it's going to be, it's going to be tough for them to, to figure out stuff at cornerback now, because I have Bashad Breeland on, only under contract for another year. Uh, Fuller's gone. So it's just, it's just not a, a super ideal situation for them on defense right now. And, now they're paying like Clyde Edwards Hilaire is going to be like the ninth highest paid running back when he sets foot on the field in 2020. TJ, what are your thoughts about the, uh, the chiefs and, and Davis wanting to be the next GM? I mean, if, if you're, I kind of like the, uh, if you're just going to overwhelm a um, other teams with the strength and just lean into it instead of trying to uh, trying to be good everywhere. I mean, obviously they, they weren't, uh, the best defensive unit in the league, but it's pretty clear that they're just going to try to, if, if you score 30, they're going to try to score 40. So why not lead into it? I like, I like the, uh, it's kind of similar to what uh, Dallas did. The chalk was Dallas going defense and they, uh, now they have the second best offense in the league. That was an amazing moment. When, when, when CD Lamb went to Dallas, I was just doing fist pumps up in my office. So, you know, we had the, we had the highs and we had the lows and such is life, TJ, such is life. All right, so Davis, go ahead and like, are you? Do you want to recant anything now that that pick has been made as far as like the Chiefs and you no. think they're Why, sharp? I, you think you think I'm recanting anything, dude? I'm wearing my Mahomes Super Bowl jersey right now. There's no recanting. I have never right. recanted, and I never will. Okay, well, uh, what about this? It's a uh, tweet from July 27, 2018. And uh, you said Alex Smith had the best PFF QB rating on deep throws of all QBs by 15% over the next closest passer. If someone tells you that Mahomes is a certain upgrade for Hill, Kelsey, Watkins on deep balls, they are lying to you. Yeah, I quote retweeted myself. All right, so are you recanting that? 
What what is the statement there that people think I'm making that was wrong? Someone in the comments said, "How does Davis dunk on anybody?" I think we just found out he quote retweets his bad takes and dunks on <laughs> <Yeah>. himself. <laughs> Are you asking what part of that is wrong? It was so there was this whole idea in fantasy oh football two years ago. Just that, take the L. I'm asking you to take the L on this, Davis, and let's move on. It, would you like me to take the L that Patrick Mahomes is better than Alex Smith? Yeah, on sure. deep I, and, <laughs> and that it's. I mean, he's balls. literally he's literally the best quarterback any of us will ever see. There'll be there like it'll be twenty years until we see someone who's better. Davis, so question on Hilaire: If he is Alvin Kamara in this offense, is that pick justified? No, but it won't matter. Like like the thing. So the the Chiefs have this built in margin of error where like they could probably just not even make a first round pick, but you know Mahomes is just worth so many wins and points in and of himself that it just doesn't matter you know what i mean like they could they could they could just do what the seahawks do and just you know take like the 90th rated guy on everyone's board in the first round every year and they'd still win which is actually what happens to the seahawks do you know who brian westbrook is uh yes i'm aware okay he he was a really good running back back in the day. He, he was like pick fifty eight or something though when the Eagles well, took him. Andy, well, Andy Reid says that he's Clyde better. Edwards Hilaire is better than Brian Westbrook. I mean, if imagine you, if, having so Brian they drafted Westbrook. a first round punt returner. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here's the thing: like if you if you really want to make the argument that this pick was intelligent from an organizational standpoint. You say Mahomes texted Brett Veach and said, I want Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And you say, all that matters as an organization is keeping Patrick Mahomes happy where he is, which I, I would they buy. Address, it, they address their position of need and uh, they're moving on. It Obviously, was not they a position of need. Williams. Well, Isn't that what Rogers probably I, did? He texted uh, Ted Thompson. <laughs> <like>, hey, <laughs> bring in this kid. <laughs> Amazing, right. amazing subplot to the draft. I would like to go on record as saying in my 15 pre-draft best balls, I had zero Damien Williams shares. Ooh. Hey, TJ, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't say that, man. Hang on, TJ, but you got to finish this. How many Darwin Thompsons did you have? <laughs> zero. <laughs> I only had two CEHs to, to balance it out. What round were you getting him in pre-draft? Eighth, but he'll probably, he'll easily be third if not second now i think someone asked i, I think he uh, ends C-H- up in the first round ceh or saquon barkley this year say that again okay. dave ceh or saquon this year saquon did somebody saquon. actually ask that yeah oh yeah okay i'm not entertaining We're done running back that. in this kansas city system all right <laughs> um let's move on to hot takes speaking of Davis, any hot takes that you have from the draft as far as like where you thought people might line up and like what actually happened? I actually did think that the Patriots were not going to trade back. I I legitimately thought that they saw this quarterback class and whether it was Jordan Love, whether it was Jalen Hurts, whether it was Fromm or Eason or whatever, I thought that Bill would be like, you know what, I just, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not riding. I'm not riding into 2020 with Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer. Um, it it kind of seems like now what's going to happen though is that they are going to sign Andy Dalton when this is all over with. It, are you? Is that a boots on the ground report, or is that just? That's just sort guessing? of like the 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 betting markets have just slowly inched Andy Dalton closer and closer to being the Week One starting quarterback for the New England Patriots. It's very hard for me to believe Jared Stidham is the Week One starting quarterback. What about Jameis? You know, it doesn't seem like a great organizational fit, but who knows? Cam? I mean, the I feel like they would win a lot of games with healthy Cam Newton as their quarterback, but uh, I mean, you know, COVID, COVID is probably a big reason why um, Cam, I, I mean, I would hope so. TJ doesn't like Cam either, so we have another, we have a total replacement for a I, Cam hater on the show. I don't, but I do have a Cam hot take. Let's hear All right, it. let's hear it. The uh, Jerry Judy pick was an indication that the Broncos aren't in on lock and they're going to be bringing in either Cam or Jameis. Ooh, that is spicy. That's very, very spicy. I, I mean, 
don't know why they would do that, but yeah. I mean, the, 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 the kind of thinking there is that after the top two in the AFC, like there's no clear three, uh, third team in the AFC. And they were, um, I mean, I, I believe they were a seven win team last year and they have a def- decent offensive core now with uh, Judy Sutton, Noah Fant, and then uh, quite a few decent running backs. So they could make the argument that if they bring in a cam, that they're the number three team in the AFC. Uh, have you heard of David's Tennessee Titans, bro? <laughs> I guess he hasn't. Do you mean, um, you mean the team that will be looking up at the Colts in that division this year? Oh, TJ. How dare you? You used to be sharp, man. You used to be really sharp. And now you're banking on Phillip Rivers to lead that busted organization to the playoffs over the Titans. Yeah. Not my my talent. All right. Here's why I like TJ's theory, because I think John Elway's sitting there. He's just, he's looking at the box score measurables on Drew Locke and the six, (laughs) four just isn't doing it for him. He's sitting there. He's like, Cam Newton is six, five. I mean, I could get an inch of height at an quarterback. Inch height. I mean, I think you got to bring him in. So it's like the wide receiver wars from 2014 all over again. Yeah. I know Davis would love to see the the Jameis in the mile high. Dude, Jameis, oh, Jameis, Jameis, Jameis <laughs> 75-yard bombs. <laughs> Just dropping bombs to Cortland Sutton and or the nearest defender to Cortland Sutton. Either way. His, his ADOT goes up uh, by 10%. They start doing like the punt airtime tracker for Jameis's throws. It's like waiting for it to come down. So, okay. How, how bizarre was rugs going that early to the Raiders, right? Like that just, it was Did it just surprise re- you though. I mean, so it's like Raider Raiders going to Raider. I thought the Broncos were going to trade up for him though. Like I actually thought it was going to be even weirder than it was. And to me, it's weird in that, you know, they had Amari and then they had AB and it seems like a CD lamb or a Judy, Jerry Judy would fill right. kind of that role that those guys had. And instead they're like, let's roll out two burners in Tyrell and rugs and we'll have Renfro control the middle of the field. That's our wide receiver. Ren- it, Renfro actually, and Waller, dude. Yeah. It was actually a little ironic because I was hoping that, uh, like a Jets or a 49ers or both would pass on a receiver and that rugs would be the third wide receiver taken and fall to Dallas and ended up being the first wide receiver taken. I was just thinking rugs being the guy to clear it out for Gallup and Cooper. And then Buddy, uh, obviously they we, we got lamb. Out. We are yeah, happy oh, with I'm, it. I'm very happy with the way it fell out, but that was like my, what I was rooting for from a logical, I forgot the Raiders or the Raiders standpoint. <laughs> Devin, I want you to timestamp this. Okay. I want you to timestamp this because just going to get on record. Mariota. Josh Jacobs, Tyrell Williams, Darren Waller, and now Henry Ruggs. Have I missed something with the quarterback depth chart in Oakland, Dave? Yeah, Derek Carr's going to get traded to the New England Patriots probably it's after Andy be, Dalton gets benched. Uh, calm down with your quarterbacks to the Patriots, Davis. <laughs> Davis. Yeah, but Mariota's clearly the better quarterback. They just got to give him a better headspace, uh, and, and he'll be fine. Actually, All right, more I, am, hot- I am curious, like, what do you guys think about, like, after yesterday, what we saw with the quarterbacks going, like I was kind of hoping Cam ends up with the Chargers if they don't go with the quarterback. Like who, where do Cam, Jameis, and Dalton end up now? One of them always, goes to Jacksonville probably. Yeah. And I, I'm still on record saying Jameis goes to Pittsburgh behind wow. Big Ben. Door, doors are clearly shut. Let's talk about one door though that could be open in Miami. Peter, you said that you would do a whole show a whole show with your finger in your mouth sucking on your binky Miami Dolphins blanket if they did not draft Tua and I thought when they didn't trade up I thought someone might be drafting Tua before Miami and he fell to number five Miami just so sharp they knew he would fall that's why they didn't tank at the end of the season and then they get Tua not dude. My, Michael Michael Lombardi said they were they were trading up for for Werps. Dude, first of all, all these mock drafters put out their stuff. There's no stakes, no accountability. I'm out here putting my thumb in my mouth on the line for 60 minute show, but I deliver because I see through the BS. Okay, I mean I, oh, it's so good. Tua, they, they the Dolphins crushed. They had the best first round of anyone. I'll say it. 
they, uh, they, they did. Not better no, that's than, real. I, I like the Vikings, but Dolphins too. Dolphins not drafting a running back in the first round was uh, was was surprising. We were I was, Davis and I were sweating it with Laird hard. Yeah, Laird, Laird was so we broke. He he, he, goes, he he joshed us, dude. He joshed us so good. <laughs> so we go we go to uh, and he uh, replies. He's like, "Oh, you and uh, my girlfriend broke the news to me. I just got out of the shower." Like the dude wasn't even watching the draft. He's just such a legend. Is there is there a line out right now for Dolphins taking a running back with their next pick? It's got to be pretty high, probably because Swift yeah. and Taylor They're and Dobbins are all still yeah. there. They won't yeah. do it. They're too sharp. <laughs> Tua and Devontae Parker and then whoever else. And they, Denzel Mims, baby. Mims. They got Preston Wilson. Who, Dave? Preston Williams. Preston Williams. Same thing. Between this and the WNBA, it's been a rough show, Dave. It's a rough show. You're having a bad show, Kitchen. <laughs> I, I corrected it before anyone else could. So, anyways, uh, Dolphins offense gonna be fun, especially under. Do you think? Do you think Tua starts half the games of the season? Half is like so. the right Ryan, line. Ryan Fitzpatrick's like the classic, like let me get benched, like four touchdowns one game, four interceptions the next. So, like I would put the over under at week eight for Tua. Yeah, but you got his health. Yeah, too. they're not gonna. They're not gonna take. They're not gonna take any shots. Right, right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm saying if he, if it looks like he's healthy, I still don't think you would. I think it would be like week eight or nine. It, I will say it just from an organizational perspective. We all people were bashing the Dolphins for running out Ryan Fitzpatrick, blowing it up, and they obviously got lucky that there was the two medical concerns for him to be there at five. But it is crazy that they were able to have their cake and eat it too. They had like that morale building year where the guys were getting W's. They were excited. And then they still get the best quarterback prospect in the draft. That's pretty sick. Until yeah, I the mean, hip arthritis set in. It, so be- it seems it. I don't have any con- ability concerns on Tua, but it does seem like probably his best outcome is like eight years or so of be- have having like functional hips. Like it's just like there. There's not really a long track record this- of guys coming back from this injury. This is what Reeves told me. Is that oh. just everyone? Everyone who has everyone who has this injury at some point has a reoccurrence of it. Chow told me it's fine, dude. <laughs> In the Discord. Oh yeah. I love how Davis rolls out the uh, best case scenario, and then afterwards goes, "Oh, it's it's what Reeves told me." <laughs> Just so he's clear of any sort you th- you of. You think you uh, think I'm out there? Back. You think I'm out there uh, breaking down the, uh, the implications injuries. of future hip injuries? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not grinding. I'm not grinding that. The uh, dude's that literally on my has- own. He's got four global poker tables up right now. I mean, there's no way. <laughs> Only two, bro. Only two. <laughs> I know you're playing poker right now. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> All right, let's get to the mock draft reckoning where we discuss mock drafts. How did, how did sieges go? <laughs> <laughs> Siege is a little distracted as the accountant for the Corona Poker Club. That is mock draft. Kind of took a hit. <laughs> Uh, Davis, you want to like? Did Siege call you out on your mock draft? I mean, he did, but to be fair what to him, say? what do you say? I don't remember exactly because I'm I pretty don't... sure it was the dumbest mock draft he had ever seen. <laughs> so to be to be fair to Siege, I did not I did not stand by that mock, and I did I mean I did another one on um, oh so Siege motivated you to do better. Mock? Well, no, I was always going to do another one. Right. But I thought, Davis, were you like Silva and other ones that were just like, this year so unpredictable. I've already resigned to the fact that my mock's going to suck. <laughs> no, I thought I would do pretty well. I like that concept. You set the I line set, at eight. Yeah, I set the line at eight, and that's how many I got. Um, the th- So this is the this is the thing that I got wrong. I basically thought it would be impossible for teams to trade because – like I just didn't trust these boomer GMs at all to be able to figure like, I just thought, I just thought the trading was going to be too much. So I only had one trade in my draft and it was one that I thought made sense for both teams. And it was the Broncos trading up for rugs that, uh, you know, that didn't happen. The Raiders just basically made that an impossibility, but there were, there were, I think there were three trades in the first round and I would have taken the under on one and a half. And I, um, I obviously took some shots on, Xavier McKinney, Jalen Hurts, and a couple of linemen that did not go in the first round. I, I'd give my mock like 
a C plus relative to, well, no, probably a B relative to average. There were some really, really bad mock drafts this year. Getting Ruggs first wide receiver. I'll give you props for that. Yeah, Ruggs, Ruggs first wide receiver, I think was good. Um, I got I got Lamb and Judy in the wrong order, but I, I think the one that probably that a lot of people missed was Derek Brown at seven to the Panthers. A lot of people, a lot of people did Simmons or a lineman there, and I got Brown to Panthers right. Not not that like my mock was amazing or anything, but it it was better than um all these like hyper aggressive trading mocks. Well, you and Friedman sure were doing victory laps last night. Well, okay, let me tell you this. If you were one of these people that were touting the Lions to a thing, you, you're dumb. It just was never, ever going to happen. You so. think there's a, some smoke screen going on there? Do you know how much money the Detroit Lions owe Matthew Stafford, dude? It's like $38 million a year, and they don't have an out until 2022. They're just There was no way it was going to work. Kind of like the Packers, huh? Can we talk about my guy Lombardi, man? No tweets. Yeah, let's uh, let's, let's go. Let's go all in. We we've got to uh, we've got to hold some of these mock drafters accountable because they just roll it out there and the draft happens. You're like, eh, I got it wrong. Whatever. After just leading us astray for months on end. So Peter, go for it. Yeah, I mean, th- this truly proves that you can say anything you want absolutely anything you want these two tweets from april 22nd the dolphins want to get ahead of the giants not for tua but for the best tackle period that's real period that's real that is real i so when i read that i don't know about you guys but when someone says that's real i believe them in a thought leader like michael (laughs) lombardi so then i'm like all right we're getting the host of gm street the host of GM Street. I mean, he used he used to work for the Patriots. I mean, come on. Then he goes, he follows it up with because now they're getting a tackle. They still need a quarterback. Maybe, just maybe, the Finns love Jordan Love. Dot dot dot. Good chance. I mean, what is going on with Lombardi over here? Is the the Dolphins had to pay him for these tweets, right? No, you just him? you you just have um, you know uh Todorov basically is is texting Lombardi what he's hearing like it's like literally the the no equivalent one gets of that what... reference Davis <laughs> like literally an intern inside of the Dolphins front office is just like leaking fake stuff is what's happening the funniest thing about this whole dynamic is the amount of unrest and unease throughout the Miami Dolphins media leading up to this draft was crazy because they were all so worried they weren't going to take Tua because the GMs are leaking out, you know, the misdirection smoke screen. So they're all like, we can't mess this up. We cannot pass on Tua, even though it was Tua all along. But it was uh, it was fun. And thank you, Lombardi, for that little detour. Fins up. <laughs> Hashtag fins up. Um, I Listen, I don't want to go all in on, on Siege, but <clears throat> he did come at Davis. And so I feel like I need to just respond in kind with saying, do you guys know who Siege's favorite football team is? College Notre, football team? Notre Dame fighting the, Irish? Yeah. Yeah. And and what's his favorite, like, pro sports team? The New England fighting Patriots? Yeah, so this J- is kind of what Tatum. I have. A, this is what I have a problem with. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah, Jason Tatum. Uh, this is what I have a problem with, is Siege uses his mock draft to uh, to basically – trying to try to will what he wants to see from a fanboy standpoint. And so when he predicts uh, Cole Komet to the Patriots because he went to Notre Dame and people are saying that Cole Komet in the first round is not going to happen, but I'm hearing that it can. And, and he's predicting his guy from Notre Dame to his pro team. It's like me like wishing. Yeah, sure. I wish that like a Vanderbilt player would end up on the Titans, but I'm not like, I'm not, just rolling it out and being disingenuous with the content by saying that I'm just hoping it I'm not predicting that's going to happen so you're saying you shouldn't do mock draft selections based on what jerseys you would like to eventually buy (laughs) (laughs) probably a green probably some sort of polo uh tight end polo Cole Komet for tight end tight end polo Cole Komet good good word pasta there from David Kitchen I want to see now tight end polos, man. <laughs> Siege right. had to and stuff the, his Aaron Hernandez tight end polo <laughs> underneath the bed, and so he needs to do what? The other one is uh, from WalterFootball.com. Um, 
and this goes along with the Patriots as well. I just want to read, they predict Adam Troutman, a tight end from Dayton to the, uh, the Pats at pick number 23. And here's what the first column says. They, I would like they to do emphasize, need a right tackle. I, I would like to emphasize that I do not believe Troutman will be the number 23 pick in 2020 NFL draft. In fact, I don't even think he'll be chosen in the first round. However, I'm attempting to match player to team. And I believe New England would like Troutman after trading down at the 35-50 range. Patriots don't have a second-round pick, so they're eager to move down unless they can snatch a falling quarterback, this which is, is like, fine. It's like the line of thought when people argue MVP, and they're like, well, first we need to establish what the definition of valuable means. It's right. like, what is the goal of this mock draft? Everyone has a different <laughs> if, goal. If the mock draft <laughs> should kind of replicate what the actual draft is going to be. You and that's, it's not like the Patriots saying, well, we – of with pick number 23 we would actually like to select Troutman at pick number 35 so that's not happening anyways um tj would you like to just get off your chest something that you got wrong uh well i value my time so i don't do mock drafts um oh, bang, bang. that's so that's I, so that's such mock a draft box. shade <laughs> wow but um i mean i i was very very uh surprised to see the jets and the 49ers not land a uh a receiver with their first pick it was it was weird right it was yeah. weird that they were just like you know what lamb judy you know you guys you were not we don't we don't need it like what what are you like what are the 49ers yeah, the doing big, bro yeah that was probably the biggest surprise for me i yeah i agree with the 49ers not sure about the jets but agree with the uh the 49ers I, I like about... Brandon Ayuk better when he was called Debo Samuel. Honestly, that deserved a bigger laugh. Like, I'm <laughs> mad at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can go ahead. You can go ahead and get off your Debo. Yeah, I, I call line. him the San Francisco 40. No, hang on. Let me do this again. I call, <laughs> I call him the San Francisco yards after the catchers. I mean, how many of the exact same guy can Kyle Shanahan draft? It's, it's like dude who like looks like a running back but plays wide receiver and is 5'11". Yeah. Does Debo have 81-inch wingspan for a 5'11 guy? I, I thought I so. thought that was a pretty great part of the broadcast. The wingspan analysis is always good. I don't know about you guys, but I call them the San Francisco redundant assets. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stop. We got we to move on. Um, let's let's talk about let's talk about how no one except for uh, Clay Travis predicted the Packers getting Jordan Love. Did you Surprise predict that, I'm su- TJ? I'm surpri- <laughs> he was due for a right take. He was due. <laughs> I just I mean, wanted to say that so it would tilt Davis to no end. I would have loved to have a, a draft set up for uh, the Aaron Rodgers reaction from that. Like, oh. that, that's like the biggest smack in the face. Like, they, if, if they even have a window to win, it's, it's now. Um, and to not do anything to help Aaron Rodgers within the last couple of years of his career is probably the most, I mean, I don't know if I've seen anything that egregious in the draft. And this, this was the, the hill turn. Oh man. It was like, no one saw it coming. I, I mean, I still cannot believe what they did. It was, it was, it was like game of Thrones esque, you know, it was like plot twist here's what's going to happen. And there are so many reasons why it is such a beautiful pick from the whole, <laughs> from the whole Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers to Aaron Rodgers being uh, on record yesterday saying he was going to reach out to whoever they were going to draft. And yeah, having um, someone drafted in the first round that could help him on like the past 15 years. So it, many things. If, if he my, had any, if he had any friends or Go ahead, TJ. I'll say all my Alan Lazard shares did uh, did go through the roof yesterday. I'm very excited about that. Does this mean MVS is still technically alive? <laughs> did I, did he I say no? You gotta. He's behind. You gotta remember that Funch is there now. Yeah, yeah tough I scene. Mean, the I. It is like it is. It's twisting the knife on Aaron Rodgers from like four different possible 
directions. You know, it's like I mean, if they just, draft Jordan Love in the fourth round or whatever, then it's like, whatever. But at the most loaded wide receiver draft class, when he's desperate for weapons, it's just so good. It didn't, what wasn't his one quote, like before he had told some radio show or whatever, he's like, yeah, I'm just really excited. We haven't drafted offense early in years. I'm super in excited for years. us to get a weapon. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice. And no matter what, I'm going to reach out to whoever it is. How many play calls is he going to ignore this season because of this draft? All of them. All of them. It's just he's dude. He's just he's just going out there and he's just he's flinging the ball. He's gonna he's gonna hit the sideline with just an an, an outrageous ferocity. If he if he had any friends or family, they'd be really worried about him. Davis, what was the Packers' record last year? Was, they were thirteen and three, right? Yes, thirteen Crazy. wins. And instead of drafting a weapon for Aaron Rodgers, you go and draft his successor that's not even going to start for another two years. Like, you're just blowing it up. It's just like, oh, man. Do you think, like, do you honestly, do we think that Jordan Love would just that high up on their board? How much of it is this self-mythology of this is how it played out with Rodgers usurping Favre? And we want to run this back because this is the Green Bay formula. Like, it just seems like they have this fairy tale script in their head that they're trying to replay. How do I'm they not you, know Pete? that, like, winning with a quarterback on the rookie deal means you want that quarterback to be playing? Playing like, right you're on the rookie deal. It's so bad. The, yeah. I mean, is there hey. any chance, TJ, that they, they trade Rodgers or get out from That's that? what like, I thought, too. Like, surely they're going to draft him and someone was like, one of the beat writers said, make no mistake, they are drafting him to be the successor. I mean, but if you're going to do that, you have you would assume that it's like at least you want to get three years out of him, right? So you're assuming there's some kind of trade scenario next season? It's, it where, might be, where does that come from? This is like the meme where it's Aaron like... Aaron Rodgers to the Patriots. Well, I was going to tie it into I the Patriots. I didn't want to say it. Because think about it, the Packers in their head are like, this will play out just like it did with Favre and Rodgers. But in reality, it's going to play out like Jimmy Garoppolo, right? <laughs> like yeah. They draft this guy to be the successor. The incumbent doesn't want to leave. And doesn't want to go. On the dollar for him. I mean, <clears throat> it is amazing how it played out. Pete, you mentioned it. Like one of the deepest draft classes we have ever had. And instead of getting him a reasonable weapon, you know, he sees Tom Brady go to Tampa Bay just surrounded by weapons. And he has he's got one guy. They should draft Aaron Hertz Jones. in the second and just be like, yeah, we're just trying to, you know, load up, really solidify. Just go Washington, <laughs> go the Washington route. <laughs> one of these guys will work out. Davis, you've been throwing massive shade at Aaron Rodgers. So I want like, I didn't see any anyone that like agreed with this move except for you just dancing on graves so it was so funny <laughs> just, just like because i just am imagining rogers watching at his house and you know that that gif that everyone uses of him throwing the surface pro right like i'm just imagining that but it's actually just him alone in his living room just like he's like okay we're trading up chase claypool denzel mims t higgins and then they say it's jordan love and he just he shuts it off and he leaves the living room and he just you know i don't know he probably eats healthy so he like goes to the freezer and gets some halo top ice cream and it's just like i'm gonna text ted so angry in the morning you know like just just tilting his face off has anyone done this joke yet? Uh, which Jordan does Rogers hate more, Jordan Rogers or Jordan Love? <laughs> yeah, a couple. Oh. Uh, no, there was. A, it was like oh it was like love a Jordan is the only thing that Rogers can't do, or something like that. <laughs> okay, sorry. just making sure people didn't miss the boat on that. The one thing I saw was the Packers get the one thing that he can't even give to his own brother. <laughs> love. Love. So uh yeah. Good, good show guys. We're having a good show. We're really, a good it's show. good. We're having a good show. Hey, and by the way, TJ, I'm sorry that Davis talks over you every chance he gets. That's just kind of the format of the show. Davis and I go have... way back. I we have a rapport yeah. unlike any other. You have to kind of fight. You got to have to fight for your air your air time around here. So, I apologize for that. All right. Uh, other stuff that happened. Let's just talk about the Dallas and CD Lamb thing because people were going nuts. Davis, this is a this is a siege take for you because your favorite college team is 
Yeah, when, I mean, when you're when your favorite Oklahoma? pro, yeah, follow it up here. Well, just I was just saying when your when your favorite when your favorite pro team takes your favorite player from your favorite college team, it is it's just I I have to say it's it's an experience that I uh, that makes you know rooting for laundry all worth it really at the end of the day because those those five minutes you're very happy uh, you know you're just sitting there in the cold glare of your of your laptop screen and you're just you're soaking in all of the uh, all of the serotonin it's it's really great what's it like to have so many teams you're emotionally invested in davis <laughs> well what's great is so the losses are not as good but you just you get to you get to stake your claim on more victories yeah. you know like if the dolphins ever win a super bowl I, dude we're in were you, you hopping on I mean? a zoom call with your cowboys buddies too last night were you working that at my, my cowboys buddy is just my dad <laughs> <laughs> Will TJ, will, will TJ do you Mahomes, remember? Go ahead. Will Patrick Mahomes come within fifty fantasy points of Dak Prescott this year? I don't. I don't know. All I know is that uh, Dak QB three was trending last uh, last night on Twitter. Everyone just wanted to state that uh, Dak was Dak stock is is up. Is there Rocket a better... emoji stock stock market uh, little graph emojis? Is Dak. there a better three wide receiver set in the NFL? Yeah, I think okay. I think the Chiefs the Chiefs could be close if you're just thinking of like what they do with their quarterback. Are you about to Tampa say Bay. something that ends with oh, okay? I was like, if you go down the AJ Brown, I'm like, you're going to end up at Adam a- AJ AJ Brown, Adam Humphreys. <laughs> Tampa, yeah, Tampa's. But I mean, who's Tampa's third? third. Justin Watson, Bobo no. Wilson, OJ Howard. <laughs> they're, gonna, they're gonna convert him. Wait, Perryman's to... on the Jets now. Jets. He's on the Jets, oh, yeah. bro. Tough show for Dave. Kitchen's <laughs> having a rough go. <laughs> that chopping block idea is not looking good for Kitchen. <laughs> the re- the relegation battle. <laughs> Tuttle's back. <laughs> Tuttle has to uh be on for the third round or the third day show where he can just uh tout some obscure players that uh oh antonio gibson from liberty dude crushed (laughs) agg oh yeah um let's see we have other situations as far as the uh dallas the one thing people another kind of buzzword buzz term is amari in the slot for all of his snaps people think that is going to be just a a huge thing tj i want to get your your take on this i mean he's it makes sense from um, like just from how an alignment standpoint. Um, I think it'll probably help secure his target share a little bit. I think the more interesting play here is probably Gallup. If we're talking from a, a redraft perspective, I think his price probably plummets a little bit. But uh, I I tweeted out last night. I like to over on twenty percent target share for Gallup, and I would say easily for Amari as well. Is that actually a betting market, TJ? No, but I mean, <laughs> no, if, he if, sets his own line. I set my own line. <laughs> but, uh, but there's there's almost 170 targets opened up without uh, Witten and Cobb there. We know rookie wide receivers are really going to like make a huge impact on target share, even if he is a real good life football player, especially with the uh, abbreviated offseason. And we don't know what Blake Jarwin is. So uh, I think Amari and, and Gallup could still have really nice fantasy years. Really? Because I call him the Dallas too many mouths to feed. <laughs> that was actually like he was playing it off, but that was like actually a self-satisfied lean back. He was like, "Yeah, nailed it." <laughs> he just kept on waiting for TJ. He was holding to my finish. breath until I stopped talking. <laughs> Guys, someone please acknowledge this with any sound whatsoever. <laughs> All right, Brendan Ayuk. Uh, to the Niners, Davis. You say he's not going to be good, but obviously, no. I never, I never said that. Well, I just said like, of, well, who did you comp him to? Debo let's, Samuel. Let's, let's, I, well, who is good? I mean, let's let's not walk it back, Davis. I'm not. There's nothing to walk back. It just, it's just like it's important for the 49ers to stay as on brand as possible at all times. And Brandon Ayuk is definitely what a head coach who vapes uh, would do with this first round pick. And, and what's that supposed to mean? He's an overage wide receiver. These guys who are not early declares at wide receiver, and then they go in the first round. It's just like a, a who's who 
of Mega Bus. The the predictive history there is not great. TJ will have my back here. Better than Dante Pettis? Oh God! Uh, I mean, <laughs> Chris Raybon did have one of the better uh, tweets last night when he mentioned uh, with Ayuk that you're not going to have to worry about Jimmy G throwing a uh, game losing overthrows <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Just going to snatch those like CeeDee Lamb snatches his burner phone. Just right out of thin air. Uh, I mean, obviously, I'm excited about Ayuk. Any wide receiver that was going to San Francisco, we were going to get excited about. Yeah, maybe if they trade for Winston. Jimmy Garoppolo can't support three and a half fantasy-relevant guys. He I don't even know if support. he can support two. Yeah. That's why I have a hard time getting excited, Dave. I'm just leveling with you, man. It's, it's Shanahan. It's not Jimmy G. <laughs> no, it's Jeez, it's, it's not. It's no Shanahan has let dudes throw the ball. Yeah, <laughs> Shanahan has had dudes put up monster receiving seasons. It's it's a very very unexciting draft pick. Um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of routes under ten yards in this offense. That's why I call him the San Francisco oh, <laughs> <laughs> Do we is do we remember when David Kitchen gave Dante Pettis the Shanahan wide receiver one monk here for like predicting future fantasy success? Do we remember do we remember that conversation or am I only holding on to that because Kitchen was trying to nag me at the time? I might and not I be never old let enough. anything go. Yeah. I literally yeah. just never let anything go. Like I was I was <laughs> tweeting I was tweeting at someone from 18 months ago who bet me a thousand dollars I would finish last place in a fantasy league. Like <laughs> I just I am I am incapable of ever letting anything go. I, I hold on the grudges forever. Which is is amazing as the guy who uh is known for shaming uh Odell when or o- Odell and uh <laughs> the now the long-term value on deep balls of Kelsey Watkins and Hill as not being upgraded from Alex Smith to pass. This is why, I mean, this is why the Odell thing is why I hold on to these grudges so bad. Oh, it's like a, it's like a Twitter Napoleon complex. Yeah. It's like, it's like, if you guys are going to nag me, I'm nagging you right back. You feel me? TJ, do you, do you operate on that same kind of, uh, no, he's a mentally balanced person. TJ, yeah. big eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. He's got his biblical principles. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, I'm, I'm even-headed like David said. I already mentioned that I, I don't do mock drafts, so that tells you everything you need to know about me. All right. Uh, anyone you were excited about, TJ? Um, just in general in the first round? Yes. Uh, I actually like this, like maybe like an underrated um, landing spot, like who benefits from it. Uh, Justin Herbert to the Chargers. If anybody is on the, from from only from this standpoint, if anybody was is on the Austin Eckler train or wants to be, I actually thought that Tyrod hurt his uh, reception upside a little bit, just because mm-hmm. mobile quarterbacks tend to actually hurt the the pass catching running backs and and Herbert is a little mobile but uh I mean nowhere near what Tyrod is Tyrod's a guy that's like if he played the whole season was going to pull it down potentially a hundred times um where Herbert definitely won't do that so if you're somebody that that wants to buy Eckler then I think it helps him uh quite a bit TJ Justin Jackson best ball draft right now who do you take first Hilaire or Eckler wow Hilaire all right Wow. I mean, I think I think that by by FFPC season, Hilaire is going to be going like 108, Peter. Yeah, I mean, the, the problem with, like, Eckler there, like, I, I do actually like Eckler, but I think he's going to be overdrafted. Um, he's he's not going to be a 300-touch guy. But it, uh, Hilaire isn't either. No, but Hilaire's in the yeah. best offense in the league. I guess I'll take Duh, Peter. <laughs> Rough show for me. Forgot the Chiefs were good. <laughs> dynamic offense or <laughs> a touchdown guy all right okay wait um, hold on i i have a question for peter that's very uh literally will only matter to like six people so peter we we just we just did this quarantine uh snake draft where the rookie picks were in the draft you have the first pick in oh. the rookie draft you thought it was going to be jonathan taylor who are you taking now i'm taking trading down <laughs> 
Patreon. I'll trade. I'll, I'll trade with you. I will trade with you. I, I, I legitimately, I wanna, I wanna trade down out of the one hundred and one. But I just have a feeling that most people are gonna feel like who, who's gonna trade up for? Are people gonna be that excited for Hilaire that they'd be willing to trade up for the one hundred and one? Just told you, I will. All right, but you gotta make it worth my while, uh, Michael. <laughs> Michael Leone posted a screenshot of Davis telling the uh, his certain league, I will be selecting CH with a 1.01. <laughs> if that interests you, send me offers. Poor guy goes from uh, goes from just uh, my Chiefs would never do something like this to now. I mean, I, 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 I am legitimately... Leverage. I'm legitimately considering just like quitting some of these leagues that I'm in just because it's like... I here if you guys want to put me in the biggest coffin ever. Four days ago, I just traded a 2021 first round draft pick to Scott Barrett for Damian Williams and Darwin Thompson. The drumbeat. <laughs> I, I I I have never ever been so dusted in my whole life. Wait, actually, no. There was a bigger dusting, right? The uh, you were in that dynasty startup where you traded for all those picks and then didn't Amico flip them for less? Oh yeah, like, and, and he, made, he he made like three bucks on the trade. Yeah, pretty big uh, dusting. Pretty big. What do you got, TJ? Back to Kitchen's like question. I think it was for for the rookies in the first round. At least like the the fantasy relevant players is actually kind of a a boring first round for the rookies specifically in 2020. But is there? Is there a running back landing spot in the second round of the guy, like the top guys remaining, that would make any of them jump Edwards Hilaire in um, in redraft ADP this year? No. Yeah, no. I think if, if Jonathan Taylor goes at 49 to the Steelers and they're like, James Conner, thank you for your service. You are no longer needed here. Uh, I think that one could get close. Or – or uh, J.K. Dobbins to Tampa Bay and Brady like yeah. tweets Dobbins like to some. Tampa Bay is the one. I was yeah, thinking. he he tweets some to, meme. Classic. It would Brady have to be someone to, to Tampa Bay. Yeah, that offense now, man. Them them getting worse where they did was uh, they they've got it. I mean they they have got it. They're the, they're the favorites now. Do they have a wider the range Chiefs? of outcomes? Do they have a wider range of outcomes than people are are, are giving them credit for though? Yeah, everyone, like, everyone's Brady, like, dude, forty three year old Tampa Tom, Brady's legit, Tampa. Like, washed, right? <laughs> yes. It's amazing. It's amazing this roller coaster when Brady when Brady was going to Tampa Bay, everyone's like, oh, there's no way that uh, they can support. Uh, you know, uh, Noodle Arm Brady with those two wide receivers, and then all of a sudden they get Gronk and uh, get some offensive tackle help. And it's, now it's just like those, just those pieces alone. And they're like, well, look how Brady's going to be back at it again. I'm, it's like, I'm it's, be it's a constant cooler. roller coaster. I'm going to be way cooler on that offense than the consensus. Is, is anyone worried about Brady? I mean, this guy wandered <laughs> into a random person's house. I'm wondering if he's all there right now. I mean, this guy's <laughs> trespassing at his age. He could have early onset Alzheimer's. I'm just saying, hey, be careful. Pete. Is that too Pete, far? That was uh, no. That was uh, well. I don't know. It depends. But uh, El Presidente tweeted out the same thing yesterday. So really, wow. Yeah. Uh, you and Portnoy, you and Portnoy on, <laughs> yeah. on the same way, way play. Yeah, one one quarterback with Alzheimer's. Everyone knows the rules. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> any other hot take? Oh, we didn't talk about Rager. The Grim Rager. What do we think about that as a nickname? No. All right. I tried it. It's fine. So normally, this is how you do it. You go, you know what I call him, guys? I call him the Grim Rager. I don't have a pen, You got to lean Peter. into it. You got to have a pen. It's like Matt, Matt Patricia doesn't leave home without it. I think you just need a, a more rigorous, rigorous vetting <laughs> process, you know, before you come up with it. Yeah. Give it, T, TJ, give us uh, the projection. You're twenty percent uh, market share. Absolutely not. Uh, he, I mean, he's kind of more of a. Um, he's he's a guy that they're going to have to to make plays for, which I don't think ever really bodes well for a wide receiver. Uh, kind of a, a Percy Harvin esque. I mean, there's a, there, there's a legit chance that any wide receiver is 
fourth on targets uh, on this team anyway, behind both tight ends and Miles Sanders. And like I already said, uh, I'm, I'm usually pretty cool on rookie wide receivers and redraft. Uh, I mean, Deshaun's still going to be there. Alshon, he is what he is. Uh, so I'm, I'm not super stoked on the landing spot for Rager. Um, you think they, do you think they cut Fat Sean? That's a very, very real possibility. He's yeah. like 36 now. Yeah. What about? I, I am, I'm including him in my projections for now, but I, I might scale him way down. It's just pretty disingenuous to not mention JJ Ortega Whiteside in this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, I think the, uh, the ship has sailed for, uh, for Ortega. Year two breakout, bro. Yeah, he could go Ray- full DJ Shark. That'd be fun. Rager, another guy, though, that um, you have to be excited about just because he's in the system. He's in the system, and they don't have anybody else. What is, you don't- in, this, what is in the system mean in this context? Uh, I'm, in, like, I'm flummoxed. Okay. All right. In a system where they, don't, they didn't have any sort of wide receivers, and you have a somewhat innovative head coach who likes to, who can, is sharp and can utilize guys in space. Are That's you saying Jalen Rager is a system wide receiver? Uh, no, I, th- I think that he is going to be, his skill set is going to be uh, optimally used. We'll say that. I was surprised he went before Justin Jefferson. I was surprised at how, that how far uh, Jefferson fell. Speaking of optimally used, can we talk about Cliff Kingsbury's? living room setup i mean talk about some feng shui yeah let's uh let's talk about the at-home <laughs> setups oh someone a little upset i stepped on their segue to be honest i just forgot i had it i had it written down but uh, rough show for dave it. he's gonna get relegated davis Gosh. pay attention we're piling on dave right now he's all in bro <laughs> I'm letting, I'm letting, uh, yeah, I just had, I had tens there. He also tweeted like three times earlier. I see it pop it up. He's searching for gifts. I mean, he's a disaster. Lower his rate, Dave. Lower his rate. Here's the thing. If I'm actively only paying attention to the screen, I'm going to interrupt TJ like 600 times. That's okay. All right. But Davis, what do you, what do you think about that? What we just said? Justin Jefferson going a little bit late. That was five minutes ago. Oh, gosh. Girl, Remember when we check in after the show, we all say to each other, do we feel good about this show? Yeah. Think about this moment right now, guys. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. (laughs) I'm feeling great. Take homes from the uh, the draft at home setups uh, that you saw. Uh, Peter, what was the one takeaway that you had? Well, obviously, the one everyone wants to talk about is the Rabel home setup, which that's like a you know, you're in a, a Waldo book and you're trying to find like all the fun little Easter eggs. <laughs> there is so much going on in this photo. I also love Brable has already gone on record and debunked that this kid wasn't pooping. He was oh, just yeah. sitting on he was a so, stool. Sitting. Kids wear uh, short shorts these days, like little, the little chubbies. So it's like. Yeah. Here's what I don't understand. Vrabel has two kids, ostensibly two of the people in this photo there's two other teenagers in the house dicking around it's nfl draft and brable's just like let's have all the teenagers over to the house like how does this happen my favorite was the guy in the frozen suit who has to be related to sammy reed if you look at that guy <laughs> he is sammy reed 35 years ago i mean uh basically spitting image sammy's got another kid out there and that's that's this kid um I, I, the one that uh whenever jerry joe they showed jerry jones i was like is he on a boat oh he was on his coke like, yacht. he was on, he was was on a yacht. spaceship yeah i know and then it came out that like someone actually went and looked up like pictures from the yacht he was on his yacht the ultimate flex how do you beat that to he, me that was more impressive kingsbury, he saw kingsbury's picture yeah. and he just like i need to step my game up Way more impressive than the Kingsbury pick because, yeah. I mean, a well, nice the thing house is, out is in Arizona. King, King, Kingsbury's a beautiful, beautiful man, and that uh, that definitely plays into that mythos there. The, the, the thing about Jerry's photo is just, like, way more effortless. It's just like, oh, yeah, I'm in my yacht. Like, Cliff spent a lot he of posed. time composing <laughs> that photo. <laughs> yeah, he, also... He, 
just by the way, again, we need to go again. Belichick just tryharding so so hard with like the the nineteen ninety seven Dell mm. laptops at his house mm. in Nantucket. That guy makes me sick. Just they, yeah, just makes me sick. They bought that Nantucket house. I probably it was probably like built in the fifties and just didn't renovate anything. They're like, no, we just like the character that it has. And he just he had laptops up, like four little laptops. Just didn't even try. What, hey, what hey, are the chances Gruden was playing fourth level chess and had a fake big board behind? Fake him? big board. <laughs> uh, knowing Gruden very low. Yeah. <laughs> some of the some of the chess moves. Uh, you know, Brable also kind of leaning into the uh, the whole jock thing. Uh, TJ, you're kind of cultured. Have Have you seen Parasite? What's that based off of? <laughs> no, it's not. You <laughs> sipping alcohol? Last yeah. Time. Yeah, um, have you seen the movie Parasite? Because you, you've tweeted about whiskey before. Yeah, have I? Have you seen the movie Parasite? I have not. <sighs> I take that... it back. I know. I know Peter has. Okay. That house reminded me of the uh, the, the cliff. Yeah. yeah. Didn't know you were such a big Korean film head, Dave. It's got I was blown away by how many how many prospects had pool tables in their homes. Like, who are all these people that own pool tables? And have room for it. Yeah. Oh, man. The, one of the best tweets I saw was um, Miss Burrow thinking that she's going to be in Vegas for this, <laughs> celebrating her and everyone. Instead, she's at home getting ethered about her curtains. Like, I mean, it was and some sweet slipcovers. Dave, you're the only yeah. one out of us that I know has kids. Uh, he just got a couple. Yeah. I mean, that he doesn't know about. But... <laughs> If you were the GM and they were coming filming you, would you have gotten your kids some airtime or would it have been like daddy's drafting the door shut? Oh, I would have given them airtime. Yeah. No, door shut, dude. Door shut. <laughs> amateur. It's freaking, am- it's freaking amateur hour out hey, here. Hey, Davis. Hey, Davis, wait, hashtag, you were tilted by the girl kids. dad. <laughs> Davis, did you get legit tilted seeing the kids on screen? Get them out no, of No, it's just like, I'm thinking of myself in that situation of like, I'm trying to be on TV and freaking select cd lamb or jalen rager like i can't i can't have i can't have my kid uh you know watching uh little fires everywhere on the ipad next you're playing to me, you poker know? tweeting and slacking during this yeah. show i think you can multitask a kid come into the room for a second i actually have a picture of the first time davis met my oldest daughter when she was like one or two <laughs> it is a and she's like <laughs> she's like wanting to talk to davis and davis is just on his couch on his phone, leaned away like she has some sort of disease. Um, that's that's all man. I need to know about Davis. Kids, kids um, are 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 vicious carriers of diseases. David, kid takes. All right, closing thoughts. We're not even gonna do best fits. We've already talked about best fits. Closing thoughts. DJ. Davis. DJ can think about it while Davis goes. Closing thoughts, Davis. What do you have to say about the first round of the draft? 31 great picks. 31, <laughs> 31 great picks. And then and then just, I mean, I was real life upset. I didn't go to sleep until like 2.30 because I was just steaming. And so this is this is not even a joke. I was I was upset. You're in a kind of lose lose situation because like if if CEH does well, like you've got to cheer for him almost to like do bad to justify that he was a bad pick. No, 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 absolutely not. He's going to crush. There's none of that coming from me. But if he crushes, if he crushes, then, you know, a lot of your credibility goes downhill. No, if he crushes then the same knuckle draggers who are not able to understand why Saquon smashes and like, it's just the same people outing themselves as imbeciles. Slippery slope. All right. uh, Peter closing thoughts. Um, I'm just glad I didn't have to do the entire show like this. I think I saved us all. Hashtag fins up. To a Laird 2020. Let's go. <laughs> DJ, can you top that? Closing thoughts, my friend. Uh, Dak QB1 and fantasy in uh, 2020. Get that trending. Forget this isn't This isn't a clickbait show, TJ. You don't, That's not clickbait. You don't need to. Uh, you won't believe who TJ has guessed as his number one quarterback. Hey, TJ, we don't. That's result. a legit. That is a legit take. TJ, we don't lower ourselves to gimmicks on this yeah. show. Okay, we, we give the truth. <laughs> we don't at all. All right, all right. My my closing thought is uh, I 
want to thank TJ for being on the show for, for four.com. You can follow, follow him on Twitter at TJ Hernandez. And also having just sports back for the first time since the uh, WNBA draft last night was, it was so it like being in a chat with my friends. Like I was in a WhatsApp chat, kind of like Davis was in a zoom chat, but like having a Packers fan in our chat where we just were dunking on him so hard. He like left the chat, like just all the stuff that sports brings us was great to have last night. And I can't wait till we get back to more of that normal where we can just continue to dunk on and dunk on each other and, and really bond through that. So anyways, that was my closing thoughts. Thanks to uh, to all the guys on the show. We'll see you next week for the next edition of the Swolecast here on rotogrinders.com.